The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Support for Armchair and the Saints Happy Hour podcast comes from Manscaped, who is number one in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. Their Lawnmower 2.0 has proprietary skin-safe technology, so this trimmer won't nick or snag your nuts. Manscaping accidents are finally a thing of the past. And don't use the same trimmer on your face as you using on your balls. That's just nasty. Manscaped also has the Crop Preserver, an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. You already put deodorant on your armpits. Why are you not putting deodorant on the smelliest part of your body? Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. Always use the right tools for the job. Your balls will thank you. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code armchair. Welcome to the Saints Happy Hour podcast featuring Dave Cariello, Andrew Juge, Ralph Malbro, and when he decides to show up, Kevin Hell. We are the perfect blend of Saint sincerity and stupidity. I want to point out that you asked Kevin a football question just now, and I feel like I was in Bizarro World where he, he knew the schedule. He had knowledge of the next two opponents. Kevin, he, did you watch the game? And now here's your host, Ralph Malbrook. All right, everybody, welcome to Saints Happy Hour podcast. Well. Supposed to be joined by Kevin, and Andrew will join us eventually. Maybe they will. Maybe they're voting in the Iowa caucus, Dave. But right now, it's me and Dave. Dave, I have to say. Do you think? Do you think Kevin watched the watched the game yesterday? I think he did. He he makes time for the Super Bowl, and he can he can get it streaming, you know, illegally, pretty easily because it's out there accessible. Uh, I don't think you need to get it illegally. It's on the box. <laughs> you just need a pair of rabbit ears, right? <laughs> Probably. No, what I was going to say is I want to thank the NFL because for the for the, like the last, I would say, probably since the beginning of time, like middle-aged men have been oppressed and underserved and, you know, they give Especially things to all men. other groups, minorities, but middle-aged men, we don't get anything. And the NFL finally rectified that and said, you know what? We're going to give a halftime show. We're not going to gear it to, to, to teens or women or whoever. We're going to gear it to middle-aged men. It's going to be possibly pornographic, and it's going to be amazing, and you're going to need to shower after. Here you go, middle-aged men, 30 to 60. Enjoy it. It was glorious. I loved it. Dave, my kid actually, because I kept, I kept telling, I was like, we got to hurry up and do this bath. I want to go watch Jennifer Lopez dance. And we went downstairs, and he's watching her dance on the pole, and he's like, 
is she dancing? I'm like, she is. So I just want to say I love the halftime show. It was the greatest halftime Super Bowl show in the history of the world. Now, wait. Now, the Who performed at the Super Bowl that the Saints won. Uh, which, which group of people was, was that for? That was for nobody. That was an act of terrorism on America in soil. I thought they were going to two or three of them were going to drop dead during the performance. I think Roger Daltrey was dead, and they propped him up like Bernie, Weekend at Bernie's in the movie. You disagree? What happened? Dave, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah. We lost you for a little bit, I think. Yeah. So what so what was your thought of the halftime show? So, uh yeah, no, I enjoyed it. It was good. Um uh the the tongue thing with Shakira, that was a little weird. That wasn't necessarily sexy. That was kind of almost like a little scary, I don't know. Some sort of Middle uh, Eastern thing to say love or something, they said. Oh, oh, okay. See, well, see I don't, I don't I don't I didn't pick up on that. I didn't pick up what Shakira was laying down there. But uh, but the booty jiggle was nice. I, you know, I went on Twitter immediately. I, I knew as soon as the booty jiggle happened that there was going to be a gif of it on Twitter uh, in under two minutes. Uh, and, and the internet delivered, so I was happy about that. <laughs> Andrew, are you with us? I am with you. What did you... I thought Mind, booty, body, and spirit. I and thought with the booty, his spirit. The, the booty jiggle was great. It was a little weird when she brought out her daughter after just having just nothing but pure... just fire hosing America with sex and then she just brought out her daughter which got it made it weird well, I, I did think that well I mean her, her daughter was talented uh, well, yeah way, but, but um, I mean no just, I know I, I, I was actually thinking in that moment watching it live I was thinking like I, I, it must be weird to be that girl and to have your mom be this crazy <laughs> center of attention sex symbol that's performing on national TV in front of a billion people. Uh, Are you talking about uh, J Lo or Shakira? I'm talking about her daughter. Like what it's like. What it's got to be Which like to one? be there on stage. Shakira or J Lo? Well, J J Lo's uh, daughter the, on the, stage, the one, right? The so. one who had her daughter out on stage at the halftime. Did you did yeah. you watch the halftime performance, Andrew? Barely. Were you so barely. were you so mesmerized and and blinded by the sex that you you you, you blacked out? <laughs> I got to say, it wasn't so much that the physicality of it was shocking. Like, I didn't realize J-Lo was so athletic. Like, it, like she, it, like some of the moves she was making, she looked like a professional athlete. I mean, she trains with A-Rod. I'm sure she's on some sort of chemical, right? I mean, yeah, I mean she's probably getting to the, the... That actually explains a lot. The best, she's probably getting him the best of the best. Um... You know, the 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 halftime show was that was amazing, obviously. Uh, but I have to say, Drew Brees not being one of the top hundred fucking players in the history of the NFL, I was ready to punch Peter King in the dick over it. It's, like I was, it's, it's so fucking ridiculous. I mean, it's ridiculous. But it's here's ridiculous. my question. Here's my question. Do, let's do, not invite. Let's not invite the guy. Let's not invite the quarterback who's got the most passing yards in NFL history. Let's not invite the quarterback who's got the most touchdown passing touchdowns in NFL history. Let's not invite the guy who's got the most consecutive games with a touchdown 
Let's not invite him. Let's not invite did, that did guy. You, did you mention the completion percentage? Let's not invite the guy. It's 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 it's, it's a fucking joke, man. With it's more five thousand yard seasons than everybody else it's, combined. It's it's a fucking joke, and Drew Brees won't ever come out and say it, but. It's a fucking insult. It's well, I mean, you insulting. look at Marino. Marino's on there. Insulting. Marino's out there. So don't tell me. Don't tell me. Don't make the fucking argument that it's about rings, okay? If if Marino's gonna be out there, Drew, Drew, get the. This is uh, he, he. 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 It's. It's. It's fucking insulting. It's. It's totally insulting. It's totally ridiculous. Uh, and it makes. It makes a joke, a mockery of the whole thing, the whole fucking thing. Here's my question. Andrew, do you think Sean Payton, as he was watching it and he knew that Drew Brees wasn't on the top 100 list, do you think he texted Brees? Because he says he doesn't want to try to influence Brees to come back. But do you think he texted him like, hey, Drew, you watching this bullshit? You know, to just like tweak him to try to motivate him to come back. Do you think he texted him the John Wick gif? Yeah, I think I'm back. Do you think he tried tried to tried to influence Drew any, or or did he do nothing at all? Because I would have been texting Drew. You see this bullshit, Drew? See you in two weeks in the off season program. Hey, I, I was kicked off Skype uh, momentarily because Dave was so fired up. I think my Skype <laughs> exploded. <laughs> but uh, I mean, it's like it's like the thing to me is the goalposts, and it's it's been like this kind of breeze his whole career, right? When he never won an MVP, it's like the goalposts keep moving to slight Drew. It's like, yeah, it's, it's really like it's about the stats. And Marino, I know he didn't win a ring, but he had like the yardage record. Well, Breeze breaks that record, but it, but then it becomes about the rings. And that's why Brady gets in. And then you know, Brett Favre, like what argument can you make? Like Breeze has broken all his records. He only has one Super Bowl. I guess Peyton Manning has two now because he had a defense good enough to carry his corpse to the Lombardi Trophy the second time. But would you say if he hadn't won that second that he's better than Breeze? Because Breeze just broke all his records, you know. And and, and by the way, he beat him head to head in a Super Bowl. Just FYI. But you know, it's it's too bad because like I I mean, even Elway, you know, Elway has two Super Bowls, but like you compare them statistically. I mean, it's just. And I realize that Breeze is in a statistical era, and and numbers might be inflated because of the way the game is played and the way the game's officiated. But his numbers but, blow everyone else's out the water. He is the best. He is the best. Like of all his contemporaries, why is he? If if you're gonna say that those numbers don't matter and they're inflated, and you're gonna say that you know we're in the passing era, so we shouldn't take it as seriously, then how can you elevate Peyton Manning and Brady over Breeze when Breeze? Has them both beat? It is. It is literally akin to fucking having an NBA all-time team and not fucking having Michael Jordan there. It is the same fucking thing. It is ridiculous. Uh, and it, it's, it's ridiculous that Drew. Jordan, Brino, Jordan's more like Brady. It is ridiculous that Drew. Who's Brees the NBA all-time scoring leader? Is it Kareem? It is, like who would who who's a it's guy ridiculous. that's won it, one it's... NBA title? Like Breeze is like Charles Barkley. No, Barkley's no, not a good because he doesn't own records. I mean, it it be, it'd be like the NBA having a top hundred list and not putting Kareem on it. He's the leading yeah. scorer. Everything you know, it, it's it's maybe not analogous because Kareem had what he's got. He had a title in Milwaukee and three or four Tons with the titles, Lakers, yeah. but still. I mean, but here's my question: Kobe Do Bryant. You, too soon 
Uh, I mean, ser- seriously, though, w- would Kobe Bryant be a better example? No, Maybe. you know, actually, I'm thinking about it. You know who I think would be a good example? Because I think he only won one Stanley Cup, Wayne Gretzky. How many Stanley no, Cups Wayne Gretzky? No, Wayne Gretzky won a bunch of Cups. I think he – oh, no, no, no. He won with Edmonton. That's right. Yeah. I'm thinking uh, – that's, That's right. still a pretty good one, though. No, no, because he won like three with it, or two with Edmonton, and then he won with the Rangers, I think. Did he win with the Rangers? Yeah. It's just, it's, it's just, it's, it's, it's and, and Peter King was like, well, you know, the last two years he's broken all the records, but it's really about the first 98 years of the NFL. Are you fucking kidding me, you pud? I just, here's the thing, though. Here's my question. Wait, Do why? You, why is it about the first 98? Well, because. Though the, the the you can't the last two is when Breeze got a, a lot of the records right. Yeah, but it's still within the one hundred. Right? I know it's just it's just it's the thing is with Breeze is I don't know the media they move the goalposts but they have some sort of weird thing where they. You know they, what that argument is, Ralph? You know what that is? That's like saying, oh well, if it was the best one hundred and three players after one hundred and three years. Then Breeze would be like number thirty on the list. That's basically what P- Peter King is arguing. <laughs> yeah. That, what a great fucking argument that is, Peter. But here's my question, though, Dave. Do you think this slight does it in any way move Breeze towards not retiring? Because uh, Florio's uh, all in on Breeze's thinking about seriously retiring. I want to punch Florio the only, in the dick too. The only thing I would say is uh, it's certainly certainly not pushing him in the direction of retiring. It can only push him toward playing again and avenging this this fucking disaster monstrosity. I wonder if Drew Brees is going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. I really do. Oh my God, Jesus Christ! I really, I really you do. Know, you know, you know what, Dave? Though you you say that with disgust, like it, it's so obvious, and obviously we all feel that way. But his exclusion from the MVP, his exclusion from the top 100 players, is it really that inconceivable that these assholes would find a way to spite him and 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 kind of keep him out for a few years when he's eligible? I mean, obviously he's going to get in quickly, but would it be that I shocking if he, he didn't I get in first ballot in like a more, couple times he didn't make it? I'm telling you, I think it's like a 30% chance. I'm going to tell you why. They did it to Terrell Owens because he was kind of a jerk to the media and they hated him. But, but it's such a small room. It's only like 45, 50 voters. I'm telling you, when Drew Brees retires, they'll be like, well, he only had one Super Bowl. He had a bunch of playoff losses, and they had Bounty Gate. And even though Drew wasn't involved in it, we're going to just stamp that stain on him too. So he's going to have to wait a year. Like, I think there's a 35% chance that they might do that. And if they do, we're going to burn Canton to the ground. I'm getting a bus. We're going to crowd. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to, um, we're gonna crowdfund it, and we're gonna to go to Canton, and we're gonna burn the, we're gonna burn it to the ground. Except for Benson Field, we'll leave that alone. But the actual building in Canton, the Hall of Fame, it burns to the ground. I swear, man. Some days, like <laughs> I hate the NFL so much. I mean, I love. That's why we gotta start watching. We gotta start watching XFL this weekend. Yeah. I mean, I love the Saints. I'll never get into it. it. It's my Houston team. Yeah, I'm ride or die Saints. But man, I hate the NFL sometimes. I mean. 
I was glad that were, were either of you uh, excited that the the, the refereeing like yesterday left a lot to be desired. <laughs> I just thought it was so funny that Kittle gets called for offensive pass interference, and it's exactly what Kyle Rudolph did to PJ Williams on the last play of the yeah, game. Th- there was nothing funny about that at all. I mean, if you look at those two plays side by side, and I actually wasn't even upset that no flag was thrown because when after the game when they made the river on, you basically said it's consistent with how with how we've been calling that all year. I kind of agreed. I was like, yeah, I mean, the push off, you know, usually they're kind of letting that slide and, you know, it sucked. But like, yeah, you know, I, I feel like you have an argument for offensive pass interference there, but I know that's how they officiate it. So I accepted that. But to see it happen again exactly the same way. I mean, you, you look at those two plays side by side. There is no difference. Zero in terms of the push off and how Kittle gets himself open. And to see the flag get thrown in the Super Bowl was just comical. It was just laughable. And, like, I see so many 49ers fans on social media whining about it, and I feel zero sympathy. None. <laughs> I think the explanation they offered, I thought I heard, I thought they said that uh, in the one against the Saints, uh, there was contact by both defenders, whereas the one they called in the Super Bowl uh, – there, it, there was no contact from the defender. It's not a lie, if you believe it. <laughs> Just George Kittle. I mean, here's here's the here's the thing that was was uh, very very delightful about the Super Bowl. Me and Dave talked about it on the before the show. Uh, the Falcons show. Twitter. Yeah, we about that. Falcons Twitter as. The 49ers were choking with Kyle Shanahan, choking another Super Bowl where the team that he was coaching had a 97% chance to win. Uh, Wait, what happened last time uh, it was he choked? I can't remember. Just to make it 28-3. to Bryant knocks it through. Arthur Blank loving it. Up by 25. Yeah, that All happened. Right. So yeah, Falcons right. fans were just loving it. And me and Dave were talking about uh, before the show, I totally understand why Falcons fans love it. Because, yeah, at Saints fan, as Saints fans, we're always say the Falcons choked, ha, ha, 28-3, we'll never get over it. But as Falcons fans, now that Kyle Shanahan has done it again, if you're a Falcons fan, you can just be like, man, that was on Shanahan. That's all his fucking fault. He's done that shit twice. And he sort of gets all the blame for it, for both of them. And it takes it off of them a little. So I get it why they did it. But it was just – they were just piling on him, and it was delightful. But, this wasn't even – I mean, this wasn't even in the same, on the same planet. But would – I mean, if that had – no, no. But, I mean, yeah. I this mean, was... to, to even try to draw a comparison, I mean, this was just – this was a game that was 20-10 to 10 against Patrick Mahomes. I mean – no one was ever under any illusion that the Chiefs could come back and win that game. Like that, that was up for grabs, and the Chiefs are explosive I mean, enough. They had a ninety-seven percent. That, that was totally in play. It had when it was third and fifteen for the Chiefs, and they were down twenty to ten. Oh San Francisco God, had a ninety-seven percent chance of winning the game. How could they allow that? Yeah, to and let's not let's not forget uh, him, Shanahan, not taking the timeout before the first half. That was. Horrific, and to me, that was less miles bad. 
if I was a San Francisco fan, that would make me scared that Jimmy Garoppolo is not good enough because Kyle Shanahan basically just said, I don't believe in Jimmy Garoppolo to be a good enough quarterback because they they had they could have they got they could have got the ball back with 90 seconds left and they got the ball to start the third quarter. I mean that's like Andrew, isn't that like textbook analytics? Like I mean, that's Sean, a critical Sean, Sean swing. Start would start calling those timeouts like four minutes left. Right. I mean, like, I mean, if Garoppolo had any balls, he, he could have called the timeout himself. <laughs> he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm serious. I mean, it's just, it was just awful. And the thing is for me. You know where that Super Bowl was really missing for me? A little Taysom Hill. (laughs) (laughs) Taysom Hill is doing a media blitz this week. He did it during the Super Bowl. He is really good on TV, and he's really good looking. And by the way, you people, some of you people like DM me on Twitter, and you're like, I'm tired of the Taysom Hill. That's all you talk about. That is a lie. You people, I've seen the numbers. That's ridiculous. We could do a Taysom Hill podcast every day. And if if my bookie and uh, Manscaped would sponsor that shit, you people would listen. Me and Andrew did a Taysom Hill podcast last week. It did the same numbers as a regular season Saints game for our big show. Like, you people can't get enough of Taysom Hill. Taysom so, Hill as a podcast topic is top 100 in NFL history. That I can promise you. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. So, me and Andrew were like, how can we work Taysom Hill into every single off-season <laughs> podcast that we have? So, so we're going we're gonna to get to that topic in a little bit. But I have to say, uh, Dave... I was stunned on Saturday when Mike Triplett, even before the NFL awards came out, he was like, Michael Thomas has a real shot to win Offensive Player of the Year. I didn't even think that was possible. I was like, they're going to give both of them to Lamar or whatever. And Michael Thomas, he won the award. It's He's only the second Saint ever to do it. Drew Brees has done it twice. I thought Archie did it in the 70s, but he hadn't. Um, how pleasantly surprised were you that Michael Thomas actually won that award? Yeah, very surprised, very impressive. Um, you know, good for him. He totally deserves it. Only the second wide receiver to ever get it, uh, other than Jerry Rice. I mean, that's incredible company. So, um, you know, he, he had a he had a great season. He had an incredible season, uh, a record-breaking season. I certainly think he deserved it. And, uh, you know, it's the least they could do was to give that to him. Andrew, were you surprised? Yeah, I mean, the position he plays, first of all, receiver. I mean, it really, I mean, it would take a record-breaking performance to be, as a receiver, to have a shot. I mean, quarterback and running back, um, you know, we've seen guys like Adrian Peterson, if they're over 2,000 yards, Terrell Davis, you know, guys like that have won it. Um, But I think unless you have the kind of season that Michael Thomas had, you're not even in the conversation. You know, there's been a lot of unique and elite company at receiver to get that. So I was a little surprised. I mean, you know, and again, like he's going up against Mahomes. Now Mahomes got hurt this year. So, but Lamar Jackson was eligible for that. Uh, Russell Wilson had a ridiculous year. So for him to win over those guys is, uh, I mean, it it really is incredible. And uh, 
I think, unfortunately, as Saints fans, we probably don't put a ton of weight in it because of the way the season ended and we're frustrated and whatever. But how lucky are we to have? And, and he's only the second player in Saints history to get it. Breeze got it twice. And uh, tw- when was it, Ralph? 11 and... Was it 07? Oh, wait. The, 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 years, oh, wait. the years the years they screwed him out of uh, MVP. MVP. That's right. Yeah. yeah. yeah the years they screwed him out of MVP, they went ahead and gave him Offensive Player of the Year. But, right. <laughs> uh, but so he's the third Saint, third time a Saint has ever won that award. Uh, and the Saints have never won MVP. So, I mean, it's, it's significant. Yeah, I mean... I was just I was just surprised the media tends to fuck over the Saints as, as you have said before. Um, the interesting thing with Michael Thomas is I just think that dude it to me it's it's stunning, Dave, that he signed a hundred million dollar contract less than a year ago, and we already are like it's a bargain. He's underpaid, like. <laughs> that to me, that to me is just incredible. That a guy. Well, I mean, that was one of that was one of the talking points when you know when that was news and when he got that contract. You know, the people from the organization said it, fans said it. And, you know, he's a guy that is not just going to sign this and he's and and loaf off. And he's only going to work harder. He's the opposite of uh, uh, my defensive tackle guy. Uh, <laughs> Nick What's Fairley. Name? Yeah, yeah, he's he's a bizarro Nick Fairley. You know, you pay him the more money you pay him, the harder he works. <laughs> bizarro Nick Fairley, I love that. But I, we we've said this a bunch of times on the podcast, so I'm sure if you listen to us a lot, you're probably sick of hearing us say this. But I really think the feather in his cap is that Breeze was out for five weeks. I mean, the fact that he was able to sustain himself statistically when Teddy Bridgewater was the quarterback, and, and really there was no drop off at all. He, he just kept doing him, regardless of who the quarterback was. Um, and I really think that was probably as strong of... Well, he won you know, by two I, votes. Yeah, yeah. No, I hear you. But, but I, I just think with, with the Bridgewater thing, I think if, if Breeze had been the quarterback the whole year, I don't know that he would have won the award. I really true. think that I, was maybe the <clears throat> trump card that he had where... Yeah, man, he kept doing it with Bridgewater, so it, it almost didn't matter who was quarterback. Well, here's the thing, too, is and and another, you know, as we got sidetracked with the nonsense and the Super Bowl sh- sh- show and all of it, um, it enraged me almost as much as Drew Brees getting left off of the top hundred list for Coach of the Year. Sean Payton got one fucking vote. It's almost like the media just decided in November that Teddy Bridgewater going 5-0 and wasn't that big a deal, and yeah, we expected that to happen all along. Like, I understand if you want to give it to somebody else, but to give Sean Payton one fucking vote, Dave, I just feel like that means who Sean Payton he's never winning that award ever again. It's who just that it? simple. Who won it? Harbaugh. Oh. But if Jim, if Sean Payton can go thirteen and three, and Drew Brees misses five weeks, and they go right. undefeated, and Sean Payton right. gets and, one vote, he's and, never he's never winning that award. The Saints could go right, undefeated, right. No, but, but, and he could not no, win. No, he will John, not win it. Yeah, no, no. But John Harbaugh is a great fucking coach because he had the league MVP. <laughs> you 
you know, if you're the coach of the team that has the fucking league MVP, and and it's a it's a a, a talent like Lamar Jackson, then you should automatically be out of the fucking running to be coach of the fucking year because you've got a, a an advantage over everybody else. I mean, Mike McCarthy thought Taysom Hill was barely good enough for his practice squad. All right, that's the first thing. Uh, John Harbaugh thought that Will Lutz was. I mean, basically, they cut him, right? Yeah. Um, granted, they had they also had Tucker, so maybe that's not a good. That argument. is the worst but... idea I've ever heard in my lifetime. <laughs> yes, yes, it's horrible. This idea. I mean, Much the dude from, from the Bills got two. Mike Tomlin got two votes. <laughs> Mike freaking Tomlin had two votes, <laughs> and, and the dude from the Bills had two votes. Sean Payton had, the, had one. Tomlin had the same deal. He had to deal with quarterback issues the entire season. I mean, I, look, all I know is Sean Payton has had to work with a quarterback that isn't top 100. I mean, he's <laughs> freaking miracle worker. Also, also a good point. You listen to this podcast because you love sports, you love the Saints, and you probably love to gamble. And if you love to gamble, my bookie is the best online gambling experience there is. They have the safest online app. You can get a gamble on anything you want. You can get a gamble on the Super Bowl, basketball, the Pelicans, Zion, over under, how many three-pointers he's going to make. You can parlay different sports, any kind of bet you want to make. If you're a degenerate like me, you can parlay the Pelicans with EPL, British soccer. And right now, my bookie has a special offer for Saints Happy Hour listeners. You get a 100% sign-up bonus. That's right. Use the code CHAIR, go to mybookie.ag, and you get a 100% sign-up bonus. Put in 200, get the extra 200 to play with. Mybookie.ag is the best online gambling site anywhere. Again, go to mybookie.ag, use the code CHAIR, and get a 100% sign-up bonus. MyBookie, you play you win, you get paid. So, there's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 
Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Bite clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting. But Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Speaking of Saints quarterbacks, uh, we said that we were going to work Taysom Hill into every podcast uh, for the big show the whole entire offseason. And here's how we're going to do it. We're just going to ask ridiculous questions about what Taysom Hill could or could not do. And since they have the Iowa caucus tonight to kick off 2020 election season, Dave, would Taysom Hill be the greatest president in the history of the United States. I think I can make a case. Do you agree? I, I think, I mean, in, he, he'd certainly uh, quarantine the, he, he'd certainly corner the uh, Mormon vote. Yeah. Utah's in the bag. <laughs> yeah. Utah's in the bag. You Seven know, electoral. obviously, obviously, yes. I think he, as far as his capabilities are concerned, he would just make a wonderful president. I'm, I'm a little concerned. He might be, too too attractive he might be too good looking yeah politics you know? is politics is uh hollywood for ugly people that is correct yeah he just might be too attractive might be distracting 
Uh, and it also might be intimidating uh, to some ma- male voters. Jack of all trades, master of none. That mm. could be used against them. So I don't know. I'm, I'm conflicted. Here's the thing, though. People would say he doesn't have experience, Andrew. But I would say we've never actually seen him fail. So let's give, it a, give him a shot. That would be my pitch for Taysom Hill to be president. Yeah, I'd vote for him. I mean, do you think do you think Taysom Hill as his running mate would he pick like an offensive lineman or would he pick like a Camara? Would he have to would he go fun? Would he go serious? Um what what kind of what kind of I don't know, uh, the thing is he's friends with everyone on the team. He's special teams, he's offense, he's offensive line, he's receiver, he's tight end. I feel like he's got too many buddies on the team. You know, it's like if you're if you're in the offensive line room, like your buddies are the the guard and the tackles and the center. Like that's it. Like that's who you hang out with. If you're a receiver, that th- those are the guys you hang out with. Taysom Hill, like he's he's in every position meeting. How, how could he even begin to pick? <laughs> I think. I think there's a significant portion of the fan base, Dave, that would totally vote Taysom Hill president. No questions asked. More m- over yeah. Drew, over Drew Brees, over Sean Payton. There's a big section of NFL fans that hate Taysom Hill, though. The stat nerds. <clears throat> it's going to be their Armageddon because I really believe, Dave. Drew Brees comes back. I think they're going to play Taysom Hill. They're going to try to play him like 30%, 40% of the plays like they did at the end of the year. Not necessarily at quarterback, but they're going to play him a ton, and that means he's going to get more snaps at quarterback. I believe we're going to see analytics nerd nerds literally die on, on Twitter in 2020. Looking forward to that. <laughs> but in all seriousness, I, I, I would like to see them use him more as a wide receiver. I think that's uh, – if, if he's not going to be our next quarterback, of course. I mean, he's really – He's not the heir apparent. He's really – he's a really good receiver, Andrew. Like, I mean, yeah. like, he doesn't look like – he doesn't have that quarterback, uh, you know, like – I'm trying to think who is the quarterback for the Jets. Oh, Brad Smith. They ran him all kinds of different things. Um, Cordell Stewart when he was with Pittsburgh yeah. before Cordell he Stewart became the really full-time the first, quarterback. Yeah. He did it. Um, there was there's another guy that I'm thinking of. He quarterback for the Jets too. Not Brad Smith. It was another guy under Parcells. But they would do stuff at receiver. Terrell Pryor, right? Terrell Pryor Sorry. too. Although Terrell Pryor is kind of like Taysom Hill in a way, like. They just when they when they do receiver stuff, they didn't look like a quarterback playing receiver. They looked like a wide receiver, and Taysom Hill does that, man. Like on the touchdown against Minnesota, and other times, like he just runs good routes and 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 doesn't look like a quarterback when he's doing it, which is just it's just phenomenal. Um, but I want Taysom Hill to be my president. I really, really do. I think he could do. Would, I think would you he could do. For your Saints quarterback. I mean, I think he could do both jobs. Like, I mean, if the Saints, if the Saints win ten, eleven games, Dave, Peyton will give them. Uh, Vic, they'll have victory Monday, so Taysom could play the game and then fly to Washington, do some president stuff, and then, you know, they have off Tuesday. He comes back Wednesday. 
back to work, and it's only through worst case scenario for the country. It's it's only through February, and then then he can go be, you know, full time president or whatever. Like yeah, I mean his football schedule probably uh, takes up less time than Trump's golf schedule, so I think it's fine. I think it's yeah, okay. and I mean people say they get exhausted of all the presidential news with Taysom Hill, man. You would just forget that he's president for like months at a time. We could try it out. I'm just saying. Oh yeah, Jason Champagne to Antoine Randall. Oh that. yeah, that's that's true. He played he played court. He actually was the reverse. He looked like he always looked like a, a wide receiver trying to play quarterback. Whenever the Pittsburgh did the trick play, and you're always like, he was a quarterback in college. That's weird. Um, you know, I guess Julian Edelman too for the Patriots. Think about think about the ratings for Saints games if the president is playing on your team. <laughs> like everybody wants to see what's going to happen to the president in the game. Like, is he going to get concussed? Is he going to get CTE? And, oh, that's – I didn't think of that. I just thought of, like, the, the post-game interview, like, when, you know, like, Aaron Andrews would be like, hey, Taysom, great game. You scored two touchdowns. You threw for another. Um, what about the what about the budget? What about the crime bill? And then Taysom Hill can be like, <laughs> hey, I talk about president stuff on Monday. Yeah, yeah we're just – this is – we're celebrating the wins today. Today is all about celebrating the victory. Tomorrow – I'm going to move on to uh, watching tape on the budget. <laughs> and uh, hashtag we appreciate your service. And he would like salute as he gave away the interview. Like uh, like the, like when the president, they go on Marine One, the little helicopter. He would salute, he would salute after every interview. I think that would helicopter be Helicopter just lands on the field and he just gets oh, flying there you go. to the White House. Oh. Or, Andrew, if the Saints, if the game goes into overtime, the helicopter has to circle the stadium a couple times, then people get mad because they're wasting taxpayer money because Marine One had to circle for, you know, an extra quarter because it went to overtime. Now, wait, if if the Saints win the Super Bowl and they go to visit the White House, does he have to visit himself? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think so. And would he be mad if players supported the other party and didn't vote for him? It was like, I'm not going to the White House because Taysom Hill's president. Would that make oh, yeah. 2021 really awkward for the Saints? Yeah. Just, I mean. Like, Traquan, I'm never throwing to you again. <laughs> is Traquan, is he going to be on the team in 2020, Andrew? It's not a given. I mean, I he's probably going to make it by sheer function of the fact that Ted Ginn is going to leave, and so now they're down to like Michael Thomas and like one half-bodied able receiver. I mean, what's his competition at this point? Kirkwood, Deontay Harris, you know. So I literally forgot Kirkwood was even alive until you mentioned his name just now. I'm not sure that he is. <laughs> probably not. Um. So I don't know how to transition. We can find out on Cameo.com for only 20 bucks. <laughs> we need to have a meeting for that to decide what we're going to do with Cameo. By the way, everyone, you should still support us. We are trying to plan a live show for later in the year. Uh, your patron donations help with that. We sent out the the um, 
the swag for January. Uh, Curtis, My wife. She did all the hard work. So if you're expecting a T-shirt, a koozie, a magnet, you'll get them. But if you sign up at seven dollars a month, you get a koozie and a magnet. As soon as you sign up, you should do it. Seven dollars a day, seven dollars a month. You get a podcast every day. Other Saints podcasts, they take a break. They say, "Oh, we'll see you in March." Not us. We go every day. It might be Taysom Hill related, but it's every day. Um, so I don't know how to transition from uh, the silliness to serious topics, but <laughs> Andrew, the uh, Saints helping out the Archdiocese of New Orleans Catholic Church, <laughs> that oh, scandal just there again, huh? <laughs> it just keeps on going. Um, I don't know necessarily that it's gotten worse, um, but it hasn't gotten better. It hasn't gotten better. Um, just the salaciousness of it, because we don't see the email. So the attorneys for the victims are like they're helping with pick out the who, what priests were on the list. They're doing this. They're doing that. And until we see the emails, if we see them, like the attorneys can say whatever, and you don't know if it's true or not. Um, the NFL says they're not investigated. I'm not really necessarily worried about it but it does make me mad i would like the saints to go through an offseason without a fucking scandal that would be nice yeah i mean i don't know man it's but one then of those, what would we talk about yeah i i think it's so much like the ray uh, the ray rice video you know it's just as long as it doesn't come out like it's all hearsay it's all like because the, the, here's the thing the prosecution can say whatever they want about what they have and if the exact wording of the emails is not well, it's legal. not a le- it's not a it's not a criminal it's it's legal so it would be like the the plaintiff right it wouldn't be like the prosecution oh right yeah 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 but uh, but my point is like i think if the email gets out where you, you start to read exact language and it becomes a new york post article where You've got lifted script of Greg Bensel emails where it says, you know, kind of like you said, salacious stuff that you should read it. And you're like, oh, my God, that sounds terrible. Then it becomes like the Ray Rice video where you can no longer ignore it. And even though we knew it all along and we knew that Ray Rice hit his wife, everybody knew that. And the NFL was kind of ignoring it and they kind of half suspended him and he was back in the league and. You know, we were ready to kind of ignore it. And then the video comes out and it's like nothing changed. Like we knew that what he had done, it was out there. Everyone knew it. But somehow like visualizing it uh, makes it worse, which first of all is ridiculous. But that's that's the world we live in. And so I I think as long as this doesn't come out, uh, then it's just one guy speaking vaguely about what he read. And I, I don't think anything's going to happen. Um, and so I think the Saints, the best thing that can happen to the Saints is for that to not come out. Dave, do you think, uh, do you think it's getting worse or it's just still trending at awful? Uh, oh, it's plateaued. I mean, it hasn't gotten <laughs> worse yet. You know, it's just, it, it certainly can get worse. But like I said, the, or like Andrew said, uh, it really only gets worse if, 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 those emails have to get released. Yeah, so I, I just like that's the thing with that's, that's that's difficult talking about this topic. It's all just rampant speculation, and um, I just 
whenever it happens, like if they're going to release all the emails, can they do it like after the draft but before training camp? Like I don't want it. I don't want all the salaciousness and awfulness to ruin the Saints' uh, free agency and draft. I want to be able to. Do, we, we we could use it. It would be perfect. Like right in the dead period between the draft and the start of camp, where there's no news except bad news. Just slide it right into that window. Um, um, so we got a lot. I'm of just realizing points. now Kevin uh, was supposed to be joining us and he hasn't. I'm getting a little worried. I'm getting a little worried. Uh, I hope no one's I'm, in his house chasing. Yeah, him I'm, I'm wondering if a strange psychotic woman has cornered I'm, him in a room or in his he did apartment. or he was or he was doing house, household chores and some sort of tragic accident happened. Um, so also, definitely. We got Twitter questions. Uh, this is from uh, Alfredo. What are the position groups, Andrew, you're not worried about this offseason for the Saints roster? Uh, I guess, def- well, I was going to say defensive line, but Onyemata, we got Terry signed him. Uh, the, does kicker and punter count as a position group? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Specialists. Specialists. Because I'll throw long snapper and kick returner in there, um, and I feel good about our gunners. So I guess just special teams in general, and that feels stable. It feels great, uh, and everybody is on a long-term deal, so no concerns there. I would say special teams is at a good place. Um, hmm. You know, corners in limbo. Uh, linebackers in limbo. AJ Klein. Uh, defensive line with Onyemata is in limbo. Offensive line, we need a guard. Quarterback is a mess until like that all gets figured out. Receiver sucks. Uh, you know, I guess running back. I guess running back's another one I would say I'm not worried about. Yeah, I think they're all right and they get sorted. This is an interesting question too from Alfredo, Dave. Where would Drew Brees be playing if we had drafted Patrick Mahomes three years ago? Hmm. That's a good question. I mean, so that's assuming we. Uh, that's assuming we would have uh, actually played. Tell, you don't think Elway would have given up the farm to get? Oh Brees? my God! He gave totally. up the farm to get Peyton Manning. Totally. Was this before Manning? Totally. I mean, what it would have been. This? It would have no, been. This was not before Manning. I mean, it would have like, been. What, it would have been going. Ago? It would have been going into 2018, I guess, because Drew yeah, they, Brees' it was, contract. It was, it was right when they picked up Flacco. Yeah. And they traded a, what, a first-round pick to get Flacco, didn't no, they? No, they traded like a fourth. Okay, well, I, I'm, just, I'm just saying, Elway definitely would have said, Drew Brees is available, give up the farm. Completely. I Drew in Denver. Oh, I, th- I think after 2017 – and let's just assume that 2017 had gone the exact same way. Minnesota would have given everything for Breeze. Because Probably. they they moved on from Case Keenum, who was an MVP. Say whatever you want about Case Keenum. He was an MVP candidate in 2017. And Minnesota was like, nah, we're going with Cousins. They would have paid anything for Breeze. Like, I'm talking... Thirty-five million dollars for three years because the Saints at that point maybe they move on to Mahomes, but 
it would have been really that would have been really dicey because for Kansas City it was easy because Alex Smith he was okay but he wasn't winning playoff games like to, for the Saints to move on after 2017 with Drew Brees that would have been Is really Alex diff- Smith coming back next year what's that he Is says Alex he Smith wants to he almost year? died because of that infect that, that injury from the Redskins because apparently he got a really bad infection yeah which was kind of hush hush um this is an interesting question, Andrew. If you could choose one player from either Super Bowl team's free agent classes, who do you want and why? I don't even know who's free agents from both of those teams. I mean, you got Chris Jones, the defensive tackle from Kansas well, City. There, there, well, there you go. Let me stop right there. <laughs> no need to read any further. You got Tariq Armstead from San Francisco. Yeah. Um, Sammy Watkins, Kansas Arik City. Tariq Armstead? Tar- yeah, him. The defensive tackle. His name is not Terry. Well, I would take Sammy Watkins. I like Sammy Watkins. He's they're probably gonna cut him. But he'd 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 immediately be the second best receiver on the Saints roster. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say third what, best. What position don't, don't he, forget what, what, uh, what position does he play again? <laughs> what uh, position does he play? Sammy Watkins. Wide receiver. Does he have a pulse? Uh, occasionally. Okay, I'll take him. <laughs> this is from Jed. Uh, Dave, how many Matt Ryan pancakes from Sh- from Chez Tuttle would you eat before you're full, or is it even <laughs> possible to fill up? Is it? Are you talking about? Sh- is, is it supposed to be Shay Tuttle? Did you just say Chez? Chez. Yes, he said. He said Chez. He did. But it's spell. He spelled it Chez. I, I guess. Ralph, how could you, how you speak like this? My language. I don't understand. You say Chez is unbelievable. No, I. Uh, I come here, I, I try to respect you, and you uh, talk like this shit. Uh, it's unbelievable. I'm just reading I'm just reading the tweet from Chad. You fucking he spelled... insult me in France. It's I thought he was... I, I cannot... Uh, I, no, no, no. <laughs> French, French Juge makes an appearance. Yes, we we'll have, haven't we had need to have a British we need to have a, in a while. We need to have a, uh, a foreigner off with uh, Irish Kevin in French, French Andrew. Uh, okay, so what was the question again? How, how many, many Matt Ryan pancakes from Shea Tuttle could you eat before you're full? Much, much better. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, are they like the pancakes from City Diner where they're like the giant? Yes. They're like the huge ones. Oh, I can yes. only eat half of, them, half of those. <laughs> it's too big. Too, too much for me. Hmm. You know, Ralph, the whole uh, French thing reminds me that when we had the live podcast in New Orleans, uh, and I can't remember, I mean, I apologize for not remembering who told me this, but I remember someone came up to me after the live show and said how much they missed Hot Take Boudreaux and uh, what was the oh, other God, one? What, what was the other one? Hot Take Boudreaux and uh, what was Florida the- Florida Fire. Uh, Florida Fire. That was that and, was uh, a very. I, I just devi- assumed that everyone hated that. I, I that was like a that very was like a- divisive product. Eighty <laughs> percent of, of the people that. fucking hate it, but the twenty percent <laughs> that love it really loved it. It was very like, divisive. Are you going to bring that back in the summer? I really loved it. I'm like, really? You like that? Pete, man, the people. I thought, I thought everybody hated it. No, most so people did. But point. the twenty people that loved it. Really, really love. Maybe, it. maybe if we do it, but we just talk about Taysom Hill, that's enough to 
<laughs> I think everybody we did happy? that. I think that's yeah. what we did. Bef- that's what they did before those two guys. That's all they did was talk about Taysom Hill. Um, Good point. Chaotic neutral ground side. He said, uh, apparently during the Kitten Bowl they had Alvin Katmara. <laughs> And he says, we need to talk about this. Um, I did not know about this, but I'm going to alert my wife. And I'm sure, I'm sure. My wife. I'm sure. My wife. When she gets it, when, when we get another cat, when we add another cat, which I'm sure we will, Katmara is going to be the name. Alvin Katmara. Oh, that's got to be him. How many cats do you have? Four. You're, you have four cats. Four cats. How many wow. of them are Bengal cats? One. I mean, that's borderline. You're borderline cat people. What Boy, do you there's mean no borderline. My wife, my wife is a total how cat many, person. How many do you need to be a cat person if four isn't enough? My God. <laughs> well, because cat person is like, that's like a, a specific type of person. Let uh, me, I think, you know, there's, there's there. a lot, there's, there's, a, there's, there's a lot, there's a lot more that I'm, that I'm, that, that you can just assume about a person without saying it. Let you me just say hey, they're a cat person. Not to not to get the <laughs> well, not, what what more does Ralph need to do? He needs a fifth one. Not to get not to get off in a dark direction cat, for the podcast. Cat have a lot of cats. I I don't want to get dark, but my wife. She has said repeatedly, "If I die, she's going to take all the insurance money and buy a cat ranch." Oh, she's a fucking crazy cat lady. <laughs> right on oh. cue, the meow. Right on cue. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they which know one? Talking about them. Which one was it, Ralph? I mean, you've got so many. How could I possibly know which it's cat the that bang- was? The, the 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 meowing is just the Bengal cat. The rest of them li- are normal. Um, if you were in a, this is from Wallace. If you were wait, in a wait, race, wait, with wait, 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 wait. We're not moving on yet. No. How many? How, how many litter boxes do you have? Wait, what's that? How many litter boxes are in your house? Like, oh, you three. Oh, okay. Wait, Where so you, you have two? Two that share one? Is how, yeah. how does that work? Well, one now of them's I like a two. giant litter box, and let me tell you, my is it the Bengal cat? She was gone for the week in Vegas. I mean, cleaning <laughs> the litter boxes is like a full time job. Like, <laughs> it is. Where do you horrible. keep the litter box? It is horrifying. I had you got to Dave. When you got four cats, you got to do that shit every day because it just piles up. Those the how shit does, just how literally does Max piles feel up. About the cats? What about the? I mean, how, how does Max feel about the cats? He take he loves his mom, and his mom loves the cats, so he loves the cats. Although he's four, <laughs> so he wants to like squeeze them to death and love them. You know? Does he pull yeah. their tails at all? Oh my god, yes! <laughs> like, so they hate him. They oh yeah, him. pretty much. <laughs> he almost he 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 that kid has been scratched so many times by these cats. Uh he's almost lost an eye a couple of times. It's yeah. it's it's not good. Uh so moving on from uh my wife and her love of all things feline. Um if you were in a race, Dave, with Kyle Shanahan, and you spotted him a 10 to 25 yard lead, how many yards would you beat him in? <laughs> uh, 
I don't know what's going on with our audio I is, today. I think this is like a tortoise in the hare type joke. No, I, I think it's just the fact that, you know, he Kyle Shanahan leads. just, yeah, loves blow leads. I don't know what happened to Ralph. His audio has been sucking tonight, but uh, uh, sorry. I'm, I'm going to say uh, I'd still probably beat him by 25 yards. And by the way, I'm watching <laughs> the replay of this of the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl. And the the game's over, and the Chiefs are celebrating. I I totally forgot. Steve Spagnolo has won another oh fucking my Super Bowl. God, how God, does God. this guy have what three Super three Bowl rings? rings? How does this guy have three fucking rings? This this he's, the next time somebody says Tom Brady is better than Drew Brees because he has more rings, I'm gonna say yes. Yeah, Steve Spagnolo has three rings. Okay, so I don't give a shit. Rings don't mean shit to me. <laughs> How can, I think like the, the Rams people like I, I know like Carney. I've talked to Mike Carney about Spags because he played for Spags when he was a head coach with the Rams. And uh, I can't remember if Chris Long did or not, but like he he has a terrible reputation amongst like the guys that I've talked to. And like Scott Shanley hates that guy. And it's just it's so weird to me. Like, why is this guy so respected and how has he been so successful? And yet he can be so hated and it's not like it's just the saints like I, and you talk to anyone in the rams organization they they I think I feel like I feel like spags he's got three wings but I feel like 2012 should subtract one of those rings off of his total like having the worst defense in nfl history should take that away <laughs> Just he saying. beat Brady. I mean, someone just said this in the chat. You're absolutely right. Fredo did. Uh, he beat. He got two of his rings beating Tom Brady. It's unbelievable. It's and, and say what you want about Eli and David Tyree making the ridiculous catch, but make no mistake, the Giants won those games because their defense was ridiculous in both. Yeah, the pass rush was ridiculous in both of the games. Now, granted, I mean, I, I think I, it, I I think I could coach J, JPP and Justin Tuck in their prime, and Strahan. You know, I, I could probably say, hey, just go rush the passer, and I'd be <laughs> I'd be a pretty good defensive coordinator, for being honest. <sighs> so, would Taysom? I can't Hill... wait for XFL football this weekend. I cannot wait for more really? football this weekend. So excited. But who are you even going to root for? I don't know. I guess New York. Since I'm oh, oh yeah, right, right. We need to talk about this. So did you guys see that uh, Kevin's adopted son is already... Uh, yeah. <laughs> His back was so wrecked, they're like, no. And he made like... He said he made 19 out of 20 and like kicked like four 50-yard field goals, and they're still like, nah. Yep. Garrett Hartley is donezo. So, so what do we have left? I, I have Kikaha, and what do you have, Ralph? I have... Uh, you have some guy whose name you can't pronounce. Right? Sammy Coates, who I thought was on the Saints, but Simi, totally Simi not. Simi Cobbs? No, you have Simi Cobbs. Simi Cobbs, oh yeah. Yeah, you just per- mispronounced it again. Congratulations. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> who do you have? <laughs> I have Sherman Cobbs Beatty. Been, I have Sher- Sherman Beatty, guy, right? former... Or two lane running back, yeah. Yeah, Kikaha is totally but I'm, I'm calling him. I'm calling him Lil Sherman Beatty, though. Uh, so I'm probably not going to watch a single play of XFL. Dave, I'm I'll be watching the XFL. I won't lie. Like unless it unless it unless the Pelicans are on at the same time, then no. The Pelicans play tonight. 
tomorrow. Okay. The Pelicans are infuriating. They out-rebounded re oh, the Rockets. God, I started they watching in the fourth quarter. They had a chance to tie fucking... Everybody's missing fucking free throws. I yes. They are fucking yeah. terrible. I don't know what the equivalent in... Drew Holiday is the king of missing clutch free throws. Oh <laughs> he really God. is. He really is. They could have fucking tied it up with free throws. Throw. <laughs> Zion missed one. Drew missed two on a three-point foul. Yep. Uh, LSU basketball two. is freaking awesome, though. Yeah, it's all going to be vacated in like oh, two I don't years. Care about that. But it won't matter. I, li I you, live in the now, Ralph. You can't, you can't vacate my heart. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. That's right. Will Wade is—he's as sleazy as they come, but he's ours, so we love him. Um, <laughs> go Tigers! So that wraps it up for the show. Uh, sorry about the uh, the audio issue in the middle. I actually turned off the uh, soundboard and had to turn it back on. So there was like 25 seconds of dead air. Uh, <laughs> I'm a terrible. I'm a terrible. You're producer. gonna fix that in post, right? Yeah, no, probably. No, I, when, I'll do. I will because I have to add in the. I have to add in the uh, the my bookie commercial and the uh, manscape commercial at the top. So I have to do post production now. Um, but everybody, thanks for joining us. Sorry, Kevin was MIA. I hope he's still alive. Um, but everybody, it's been great. Support the show with Daily Show, $7 a month. Do it. You get swag. It's awesome. So for Dave, for Andrew, for Kevin, we hope you're alive, buddy. Uh, until next time, the bar is closed.